Listening to Coast Access Radio on 104.7 FM. Hello, it's Wednesday lunchtime, so you're listening to me, Peter Fleming, with my program Great Tracks and Side Tracks for the next 90 minutes. What a glorious day! I'm looking out of the studio window, not a cloud in sight. It's not a deep blue sky, but it's very nice and blue. Temperature apparently are 25 degrees. And it's 27 degrees in. I think we've got uh, a continuing problem with the air conditioning here, but I have known it to be hotter. So, uh, yes, but it's getting autumnal, isn't it? It's uh, definitely getting that sort of feel to it, certainly earlier in the morning. And the evenings are cool, but let's face it, it's beautiful weather, and we are very fortunate to uh, be here in New Zealand with the weather like this and in such a stable country. Dreadful things going on at the moment. Anyway, we try and be uh, light-hearted on this program and not be too serious. Try not to be political or anything like that. Um, so we're going to ride off into the the program on a nameless horse. It's America.
property you'll need a lawyer best practice can help you buying your first home those kiwi saver forms can be tricky to fill out you'll need a lawyer best practice can help you selling a property or subdividing you'll need a lawyer for that too best practice can help you hi it's trish here from best practice lawyers you will love working with the best team because we know what we're doing and we get results call us now at a glass accident or perhaps the ranch slider doesn't slide that is the rollers don't roll are your windows sticky or are they leaky leaking cold grass sounds like you need to call Simon of iGlaze Simon is an NZQA accredited glazier he does it all glazing locks rollers hinges seals any and all windows ranch sliders glass maintenance bathroom glass He'll do it all. So give him a call, 021-2111-770. Or pop into Olive Grove and ask Fleur, hey, where's Simon of iGlaze? Well, I said, of course, this program isn't uh, political at all, but it wouldn't be fair living in a democracy like we have here in New Zealand not to express support and solidarity, of course, with the Ukraine at the moment. Interested to see the effects on us, obviously fuel prices rocketing. But surely if, uh, I mean, that seems to be one of the main sanctions against Russia that uh, can be imposed, that all these other ones are obviously going to hurt, but they seem to think, you know, stop buying gas and uh, oil from Russia, they really will start to feel the pain. And, of course, today, um, McDonald's have announced that they've closed all their branches in Russia. Well, I seem to remember when they first opened them, they were, they were, there was queues in the streets, um, enormous queues in the streets of Moscow when they first started opening uh, McDonald's out there in Moscow. 
So I think that a move like that, if it's going to bring it home to the man in the street or the youth in the street, that something serious is going on is when they go down for their uh, takeaway McDonald's and they find it's closed. And full marks to McDonald's for that. I'm not a great fan of them myself, but uh, full marks because they're paying the staff. And I think it's a wonderful way of, uh, uh, of yeah, showing the, the average Russian in the street that there's something very seriously going on and uh, the world is not happy with it. That's enough of that. It's a dreadful business altogether. It's heartbreaking to see it on the news at night. But so, fingers crossed that um, we pray that it uh, will all work out all right in the end. There we are, back to 1981. Bucks Fizz there. Now, then, I usually talk now about uh, entertainment. Haven't been to the cinema yet again. There seems to be nothing we want to see at the moment, which is a shame because we like to go. But uh, on the telly, we started watching Yellowstone. Have you have you seen that one? That's on, uh, I believe it's on demand at the moment. How good to see a sort of, a very interesting, good to see a sort of Western. Now, it's a Western set in the modern day, but you've got this mixture of uh, cowboys on horseback rounding up cattle and you've got helicopter helicopter flying around and four by fours and things like that and you've also got people wearing six guns and shooting people it's 
quite fascinating, really. It takes you back to uh, the days of your youth when you used to go to Saturday Pictures and there was a Western on virtually all the time. You could always catch a Western and weren't they exciting? I know it's not politically correct now, but it was quite harmless at the time, surely. It hasn't sort of... Um, uh, uh, sort of dictated the way my life has led because I watched westerns when I was a child so anyway I, I think it's rather it's fairly complicated but Yellowstone so that's on demand at the moment and another one that some friends mentioned to us on the, on the CV we'd never heard of before is um, Friday Night Dinner uh, now that's on Netflix is it or oh, I forget now um, anyway Friday Night Dinner that's a, that's a strange little um, UK sitcom which is running which is um, it's a bit bit funny at a bit odd at times but um it's just a one of these things it's very clever with the dialogue it's set mainly just inside uh somebody's house inside a front room this family uh man husband two sons uh, and a rather strange neighbor but uh very cleverly worded and it's uh we're finding it quite lots and lots of seasons on it. it it's been running for a long time in the uk so friday night dinner have a look for that at, uh, on your tv at this moment in time Right, back to some music. How about us? How about us, baby? 
Champagne there, also from 1981. Now, after my degree of confusion there, can, I can confirm that uh, Friday Night Dinner is on TV NZ On Demand, and Season 1 is showing at the moment, and there's at least five seasons of it, so it's, it's proved to be very popular overseas, and certainly in the UK, so um, I think it's worth looking at. Talking about the TV, I see in the paper, Doc Martin bids fond, well, fond farewell to Cornwall. Uh, Martin Clunes he got a warm welcome from locals as he returned to Cornwall to film the final series of the popular Doc Martin. So there we are. It's the be the tenth series. Uh, it's been running for eighteen years. Uh, I've always thought it was rather good. It's very pleasant. He's he's, he's quite good, Martin Clunes. He said he talked to that part extremely well. And um, well, yes, but things have got to come to an end. And he said it's time to to finish the series, and uh, we look forward to seeing that series when it's completed and out and about right we've got uh, about 12 minutes to the news at one o'clock here's christopher cross
Christopher Cross from around about 1981 again. It's a little bit uh, blank on the uh, theatre scene at the moment, of course, with the COVID restrictions and red traffic light system. It's rather difficult, and with uh, people having to isolate, uh, then it makes it even worse. So I'm associated with the Capody Playhouse, and the plan is to put on the Adams Family musical towards the end of April. Well, rehearsals have been taking place, albeit with difficulty. Uh, there's a lot of music involved. It is a musical, and so the rehearsal, the music rehearsals, singing have been taking place, but finally starting to get on stage and do a bit of blocking. Uh, but unfortunately, last week, one night was cancelled because of uh, COVID restrictions, because of uh, one, at least one member of the cast uh, being identified as a person of contact. And so uh, how we're going to cope, I don't know. But uh, I went to rehearsal last night because I do the lighting. Um, and very interesting to see. We've got some younger people <laughs> involved this time. The two girls directing the Adams Family Musical, young girls, uh, much more uh, tech savvy than people like me. So with people uh, isolating at home, members of the cast, they'd set up a TV uh, monitor and... Uh, a, a, a link and there was so they were rehearsing on stage and with a link uh zoom presumably they were the people at home were reading in their parts very clever and it just goes to show that you you can continue under the circumstances but i don't think it's going to be an easy ride and we keep our fingers crossed but uh so if you want to see some live theatre in the not-too-distant future, all being well, fingers crossed, and everybody willing, then towards the end of April, the Capity Playhouse, the Adams Family Musical, and you can catch up with that if you look online on their website. Right, we've got about uh, six, six and a half minutes to the news at one o'clock. Here's Chris Barber.
Thank you, Carpenter. That's Lucy of Lucy's Bins. Well, not actually, Lucy. Hi. She's busy. Her bin business is taking off and Carpety is full. Lucy's lovely lavender bins are popping up all over the place and Carpety's at capacity. But if you live in Levin, get in quick as bins are flying out to new customers all the time and you don't want to miss out on the best service. You don't even have to wheel your bin to the curb with Lucy's bins. It's a jolly handy service, especially if you're elderly, infirm or just forgetful. Fill and forget, Lucy's team will take care of that. So, live in locals, don't miss out. Call now, 0508 787 753 and check out their website and Facebook page too. Lucy's Bins, 0508 787 753. It's time. Time to get your shed-dried firewood sorted. It's time. Shed-dried gum, pine, old man, mac. It's time. Coastal Landscape Supplies Waikanae can also deliver. It's time. They also have sacks of kindling and pine cones in store too. It's time. Call today or check them out online. It's time. Coastal Landscape Supplies Waikanae. Shed dry firewood available now. It's time. Heading up fast to the news at one o'clock. Just uh, put out my usual weekly appeal for the Capity Food Bank. Do support them. Uh, we know there's a crisis happening almost everywhere in the world at the moment, particularly in the Ukraine, but on our doorstep there are people who are suffering because um, they they can't afford to buy food and uh, and the other essentials of life. So um, do support the Capital Food Bank and other charities who are doing the same sort of work in the local area. You can put uh, donations, food donations into boxes at local supermarkets or check them out online and you can donate some cash. We've got one track before the news, Conway Twitty. People see us everywhere They think you really care But myself I can't deceive I know it's only Yeah. 
Coming up a little bit later is the news at one o'clock. The Prime Minister admits the current pressure on the cost of living and inflation are difficult right now, but should only last for the next few months. Jacinda Ardern has faced criticism for refusing to label the cost of living as crisis, but defended her position. She says the current pressure flows or follows global trends and modelers are predicting some easing before the end of the year. I've said that undeniably we're seeing an increase in the cost of living. What I've disputed is whether or not this is going to be something that we're going to live with forever. I don't think that's the case and many of our economists who are looking forward don't think so too. But it is here right now and so we do need to try and find things that we can do right now to support people. However, the CEO of a South Auckland community housing provider says those comments are unhelpful for families who are struggling right now. Monte Cecilio Housing Trust CEO Bernie Smith says benefits increase should have come into action earlier. Any advance to families, uh, while we're seeing one in April benefit increase, it should have been there 12 months ago and there should be an additional benefit. Uh, Single earning families, that can't even pay the rent. By the time they get $600 a week and it's taxed, they end up with $500 a week. In South Auckland, you can't even get a three-bedroom home for $500 a week. The Associate Minister for Housing says there's been good progress with the Homeless Action Plan 18 months into the initiative. The Homeless Action Plan aims to support the homeless with aid during COVID-19 pandemic. During the initial response in 2020, approximately 1,500 people had been put into accommodation and providers also say people experiencing homelessness have more options for support than they have had before. Marama Davison says the progress is positive and the government will continue to work with Ibi and Hapu on homelessness prevention and support initiatives. New Zealand will be passing legislation through government under urgency today to impose additional sanction on Russia and those associated with the invasion of Ukraine. Kalia Strong has more. The bill has cross-party support, although both National and ACT say an autonomous sanctions bill should have been passed sooner. The legislation will allow assets to be frozen of those associated with Russia's invasion, as well as those economically or strategically important to Russia. People, funds, aircraft and super yachts could also be blocked from coming here. And to sports, the NRL, Pacific players are stepping into prominent positions in the Warriors. Samoan international footballer Chanel Harris-DeVita has been named as, at fullback for the season opener against St. George Illawarra Dragons, replacing Rhys Walsh. And proper Aiden Fonua Blake will lead the side in the absence of Tohu Harris. Cody Nikurima will partner up with returning Sean Johnson and 19-year-old Viliame Vayalea has been partnered with Roko Berry in the centres. For more, you can visit pmnnews.co.nz. You're listening to Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. I'm Peter Fleming, this is my programme, Great Tracks and Sidetracks. Um, the bulk of it, all being well, is fairly frivolous and amusing articles from the International Express. So let's see what we've got here. Now, it doesn't get much more frivolous than this. Men leading holiday pack. 
Um, at last we can get a handle on the question of who packs a bag faster, men or women. Well, this is very important information, isn't it? It turns out, ha-ha, the males are quicker, but females are more organised and plan what to take more thoroughly. A female will spend 31 minutes filling her case for a weekend break, while a man will take just 23 minutes, a study has found. How do they do standing in a bedroom with a stopwatch, I suppose? When it comes to business trips, uh, a study of 2,000 adults by Premier Inn showed women need 34 minutes to pack for a business trip, uh, and men need only 28 minutes. And when it comes to a single night away, well, a woman needs 25 minutes to pack for one night away, and men just need 19 minutes. Well, that's, I bet you're glad to know that. Um, it, it sort of rings fairly true in our house, I would say, or something like that. I'm always amazed at uh, how we think you're going away and just have a small bag, but it never seems to be a small bag, <laughs> and it always weighs a ton. But uh, never mind, we manage it. Here's a nice track. I came across this uh, name, Kim Kim Ritchie, last week when I was looking at the playlist. Um, she's an American folk singer and songwriter, and rather delightful. See what you make of this.
a young lady called Kim Ritchie from 2013. I rather like that. It's the sort of thing, um, if you've got nothing better to do, you have to rock and tap to. It's very nice. Right, uh, looking uh, back to the paper. Fully vaxxed, you're a perfect partner. More frivolous information. The perfect romantic suitor is hard-working, funny, caring, and fully jabbed, according to a survey. This is a poll of 1,500 people who were asked back on Valentine's Day uh, what they would look for uh, in a, a mate for Valentine's Day. And it said that the best potential partners should have a good work ethic. That's 40% said that. Great sense of humour, said 47% and would be honest about what they want from a relationship, 46%. There's very, uh, various other thing, criteria, including normal-looking eyebrows, which apparently 10% said that. Would you ever think about that? What a perfect thing in a partner. I must have normal-looking eyebrows. Uh, that they recycle regularly, uh, and they are well-read. And finally, yes, as I said, in a sign of the times, 11%, that's all, expect their potential soulmate to be fully jammed soon, all that many. Talk about jabbing out, this is a good uh, little quote here from the listener a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it said, has COVID-19 forced you to wear a mask and glasses at the same time? You may be entitled to condensation. And if you have been wearing a mask and glasses at the same time, you know exactly what I mean by that. Is Sting with another nice gentle ballad.
there of course now we're all pretty much aware i think now of the problems with plastic and plastic disposal uh, just a tiny little article here uh, there's a photograph of somebody holding what looks like to be a virtually complete plastic uh, bottle and it's washing up 1950s pollution it's a 70 year old washing up bottle found on a beach clean they say it could be britain's oldest piece of plastic pollution so they found this um this it's a Dobie, I never heard of that before. Dobie washing up liquid, uh, thought to date from the 1950s, down near Swanage in Dorset. So um, this, the person who found it says it goes to show how long plastics last. So presumably they're suggesting it's been in the sea or something ever since then. Or even if not, it's still there 70 years later. That's terrible, isn't it? So I think I'm all much more aware, aren't we, now of uh, plastics. And uh, I do find at home we don't. You, you spend ages uh, looking for little triangles on packets and washing out plastic bags. <laughs> it's super strange that you can't just lay your hands on a plastic bag these days. You have to recycle them, but that's all very, very good. And if you don't recycle them, well, chuck them in the bins at the supermarkets where they'll be recycled into fence posts and useful things like that. Continue with uh, nice, rather nice, quiet, gentle music this week is George Harrison. Shouting all about love Well, they cheated you like a dog But you the one who had made it so clear All those years ago Talking all about how to give They don't act with much honesty
A lot of people have problems with it, especially nighttime incontinence, but no one talks about it. Anzacare does. They understand. Sleep is incredibly important, but when you or a family member has an incontinence issue, it can disrupt your sleep as well as the psychological effects. Relax. There are an amazing array of products that will help. Located right in Mahara Place, why can I? Dry Sleeper at Anzacare next to the old library. Or you can search Dry Sleeper or Anzacare online to find their website. Dry Sleeper by Anzacare products are not going to let you down. Eco-friendly, reusable, designed in New Zealand by a New Zealand-owned company. They're a great investment. If you are over the extra washing and need a product that is really absorbent, soft and discreet, visit Dry Sleeper by Anzacare. They care. Think you need a new roof? Then think again. Give your roof new life and new colour by the professionals for less cost. Fixit Roofing are exclusive Kofi roofing agents for the Pararua and Kapiti districts. Fixit Roofing can paint your concrete tiles or iron roof and resurface decromastic tiles. We're specialists in pointing, mortaring, sealing leaks, replacing old nails and applying rust kill treatments. With our roof inspections, you'll receive a full report with options. Let us install your new roof with guttering too. And our maintenance program will rid your roof, gutters, decks, paths of moss and lichen. Give Kelly a call on 04-298-5172 or 0800-COFI. Fix-It Roofing Limited, a member of Roof Association New Zealand, are your Kofi roofing agents for the Porua and Kapiti districts. Roofing specialists for over 35 years. Call the Kofi guys. We keep coming across these articles in the paper of the effects of uh, COVID-19 and the lockdowns and uh, all all the repercussions of it. And uh, this one's councils left in a £134 million fine mess. 
this is in pounds, but uh, a, hun- a 134 million pounds, so that's what about 270 million dollars, black hole has opened up in local authority budgets after the pandemic saw a huge drop in income from parking tickets. Well, of course, uh, it's quite logical, isn't it, really, when you think about it? People aren't driving into cities, they're, not, they're working from home, and they're not um, breaking the law by uh, parking in places where they shouldn't and getting uh, caught out. Uh, it says, also, the number of council staff policing the regulations fell too, mainly due to sickness or being diverted to other roles. So... Um, Fixed penalty notices issued by councils fell by more than a third. This is just in England, by the way. So um, when you look at some of the the figures here, uh, for example, we've got Leeds. They suffered the most. They dropped from uh, an annual income of £5.3 million to £1.9 million. So we're talking about $10.5 million to about $4 million. And quite a few councils are experiencing that. Seems a bit of a shame, really, doesn't it? Uh, that councils have that sort of income, and, and now they're they're going to have a problem because they're not. But they they can normally forecast it. Presumably, they say, "Well, every year we get so much in in parking fines," and this is people breaking breaking the law, isn't it? It's not sort of people. It's not like normal taxation where you you, you know that's the way you you raise revenue. But to to raise revenue by uh, fining people because they're breaking the law and relying on it for your income. Twisted, isn't it really? Uh, we're back to a more quiet stuff again. It's 10 cc. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Very gentle stuff from 10cc. Right, well, you're listening to Coast Access Radio on 104.7. Uh, let's have a look and see what we've got for the rest of the day for you. I finish at 2 o'clock, and then there'll be half an hour of uh, incidental music before Immigrant Journeys at 2.30. Self-explanatory there, I think, Immigrant Journeys. 
Uh, three o'clock, celebrating life on our own terms. Talks of uh, people who have changed their careers later in life. Uh, 4.30, political point of view. Uh, we're talking to local mayor, Guru, at, uh, on our program this week at 4.30. 5.30, grinding gears. 6 o'clock, comedy corner. And 9 o'clock, conversations. Now, uh, conversation this week is with Paul Bright. Uh, you might think, mm, who's Paul Bright? Uh, for those of you who live in Mike and I, Paul has been uh, running and managing the Fuji shop uh in Mahara Place for, well, as long as we've been here for the last six years. And it was rather sad to see the other day that there was a, a notice up on the door saying closing down sale, closing down, what a shame. Uh, so Paul's in talking to uh, Graham Joyce, I believe. Uh, and you, well, I was relieved to hear it's it's not because um, of lack of business or anything like that. Apparently, you'll find out more about it if you listen to the program. But uh, I thought the good news was he's not, sort of being forced out of business because of lack of interest it's uh, i think he's got to that time of life he thinks i've had enough i'll back up so there we are that's conversations at seven o'clock would be quite good eight o'clock blues train nine o'clock radio ted ten o'clock american connection country music and that's not the end of your evening's entertainment this week because at 11 30 we've got paul unscripted so that's for the programs here on coast access radio for the rest of today and for the immediate future, here's REO Speedwagon. You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby, there was something missing. You should have known by the talk. Instead, you lay still in the grass Oh, coiled up in 
REO Speedwagon. We occasionally, uh, on a, occasionally, on a fairly regular basis, we seem to get these updates on is red wine good for you or bad for you? And I think last week we were on the, on the upper there. It is good for you, but not too much. But, and here's the other one, the other contentious one is coffee. Uh, and it says daily grind is good for you. Coffee boosts health. Now, this, in fact, was a survey carried out um, across virtually half a million people uh, by a university in Budapest. It says drinking up to three cups of coffee a day can help you live longer. So as you all sit there and think, oh, good oh, uh, but only if it's proper coffee and not instant. Sorry about that. Um, so they say that um, light to moderate coffee consumption was associated with a 12% lower risk of overall mortality and with a 17% lower risk of death caused by cardiovascular diseases compared to non-coffee drinkers. Um, and it said, in addition, half to three cups of coffee was associated with a 21% lower risk of stroke. That's that's quite, quite significant, isn't it, really? Um, but uh, the benefits, unfortunately, do not apply if you drink instant coffee. So there we are. That's, uh, that's a pity. But I think you're all right if you drink uh, decaffeinated. Yes, decaffeinated ground coffee was also found to be beneficial. So there we are. That's um, If that makes you feel any better keep drinking your coffee but it's only going to do you good if it's uh, real coffee not instant unfortunately <laughs> i only drink instant but uh, keep taking the tablets then here's the dudes <laughs>
here from Auto Super Shop Cavity. Some may know us as Woodman Automotive, Mahi Street, Waikanae. I've been in the game now for over 50 years, and together, our team, we've got over 150 years of experience in our workshop, and with the latest tools and diagnostics to really look after your vehicle. Remember us, Auto Super Shop Cavity, 04293 7651. Hi, this is Jean from Cavity Coast Property Management. Are you aware of all the legislation required with your investment property? Not just insulation and smoke alarms, but now heating, ventilation, moisture ingress, drainage and draft stopping. Let me manage these burdens for you. 18 years experience with great fees and service. Contact Jean on 027 682 5399 or check out the website on www.kcpm.co.nz. You're listening to me, Peter Fleming, with great tracks and side tracks, great tracks of music, and side tracks to such as this one from the International Express. Now, a few weeks ago, if not two or three months ago, uh, I read out an article about uh, an Oxfordshire County Council where uh, one of the councillors put forward that all the food served at council meetings and things, uh, council, council events, would be entirely plant-based, <clears throat> a vegan sort of menu. Well, it was passed, you know, they, they put to the vote, it was passed. Well, <clears throat> it's come back, and Jeremy Clarkson has now joined the, the fray on this one. And he said, meet this meeting's madness. Former Top Gear presenter Jeremy Clarkson has backed a campaign to stop a council serving vegan-only meals at its events. Well, of course, Jeremy is uh, now a farmer, and so he's uh, he's concerned about the effects this this will have on uh, meat farmers, obviously. Um, so farmers met outside County Hall in Oxford to ask the council to reconsider. Mr Clarkson said, uh, Oh, farmers of Oxfordshire, I wish I'd known about your protest. I'd have been there like a shot. Uh, and he went on to say the plan was madness, utter, utter madness. So, yes, it was moved that the uh, all-council events would be entirely plant-based, and the same motion also called for more plant-based menus in schools at least two days a week. I don't think that's necessarily unreasonable, that, you know, two days a week, vegetarian meals. Vegetarian, not vegan, for uh, for school children. It's quite a good idea, but um, I think imposing on everybody without a choice at uh, council events, you you can't have any meat, I think, is going a bit too far. But, well, that's just my humble opinion. We've got about 16 minutes now before uh, the end of the programme at 2 o'clock. Oh, here's a... We're going back a bit here. Here's the Shadows. Remember the Shadows? Cliff Richards Band.
unmistakable sound there of the shadows. Now, if you're, uh, uh, if you like Lee Child as an author reading his books and Jack Reacher, um, then you'll be very interested to know that, well, you'll no doubt be a bit like myself. I'm, I'm quite a reasonable fan. I, th- I, I like Jack Reacher. <laughs> he's, he's your, your real man's tough guy, isn't he? He can knock anybody down and do anything. And you think, eh, it's nice to have people like that occasionally. Um, but of course, uh, his, uh, films the, the film rights were bought out i believe bought out by uh, tom cruise <laughs> we all know that tom cruise is not very big and um, unfortunately he's not quite the style of person to play the part of jack reacher in the books uh, he is described as being well six foot five that's virtually two meters isn't it uh and 250 pounds 113 kilos now this this bloke is he's built like your your traditional brick place and um it's big and tough for poor old Tom Cruise is not at all like him. Anyway, uh, they're going to make a new um, TV series. And Lee Child is talking about the challenges of casting an actor to play Jack Reacher in the new TV series based on these multi-million selling books. So they've come across this chap who is called Alan Richardson. He's 39. Uh, he's born in North Dakota, actor, model and singer. Uh, he came to prominence on the royalty reality show American Idol. Um, oh, and his previous roles have included playing Ray Winston's body double in Beowulf. So um, he's pretty big, and uh, he, certainly the photographs here seem to indicate that he's going to be considerably more suitable than um, Tom Cruise walking around in high heels or something. So they said he combines dry charm with lethal physicality for Amazon's action-packed new eight-part series, Reacher. So there we are. That sounds good, doesn't it? Unfortunately, yet again, of course, it's going to be on, unless you pay extra money for these things, you're not going to be easily able to see it. But uh, maybe one day, or might even start paying for Amazon, but I don't somehow see that. We've got ten minutes to two. Here's Robbie Robbie Williams. Angels. This is what everybody, people like to have played at their funeral, isn't it? I sit away as an angel contemplate my fate. And do they know the places where we go when we're gray and old? I have been told that salvation lets their wings unfold. So when I'm lying in my bed, thoughts running through my head, and I feel that love is dead, I'm loving angels instead. And through it, oh, she offers me protection, a lot of love and affection, whether I'm right or wrong, and down the waterfall, wherever it may take me, I know that life won't break me, when I come to call, she won't forsake me. I'm loving angels instead When I'm feeling weak And my pain walks down 
history I look above And I know I'll always be blessed with love And as the feeling grows She breathes flesh to my bones And when love is dead I'm loving angels instead Robbie Williams there. Uh, right, okay. Now, uh, just if it just um, makes you feel a bit happier, is this uh, did a bit of a survey on what parents want from their kids. Is it confident, honest, and polite? Our kind of kids. Mums and dads place more emphasis uh, on their children being honest and kind than anything else, research shows. Well, that's reassuring, isn't it? After 1,000 parents of under sevens were asked what qualities they want their offspring to have, honesty, good manners and self-confidence came out on top. Well, that's really nice. Half of them would like to uh, like them to learn to be kind to others, while a quarter want their young to understand emotions. Nearly 80% would rather their little ones had a good group of friends than aspire to be prime minister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're welcome to that one. So there we are in all these troubled dimes and everything. It sounds like uh, your average mum and dad uh, still want their kids to be brought up, but like we were, weren't we, to be uh, honest and kind. And, um, and nowadays, of course, they also want them to be very good at recycling stuff as well. Well, we've virtually reached the end of the uh, the program, and I going to have to wind up. We've got time for one more track before the news at two o'clock. I will just wind up with this one. Here's a good one. Quips and quotes in the listener. And this is from uh, our first Winter Olympics gold medalist, Zoe zadowski Sinot. And she said, this is delightful, this is. Um, just picture her. You've seen her on the tier. Picture her now. She's a pretty, pretty girl. And she says, I just want to be young forever and have young knees. <laughs> I, I think that's fabulous. I think it's just... Um, what a wonderful thing to say, young knees. And I'm sure 
lots of women and men as well would be inclined to agree with her. I've got to play out with uh, Aerosmith. It's Sweet Emotion. So um, this is me, Peter Fleming, saying goodbye yet again for another Wednesday program. He's completed, but I'll be back next week. And if you like listening to sort of music of the 70s and 80s and odd quirky bits and pieces out of the internet, I shall express a little of a light-hearted 90 minutes on the radio. Well, I'll be here uh, to do it for you, all COVID-permitting, of course, one should say these days. So meanwhile, hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Uh, and... Peter Fleming saying bye for now playing out with Aerosmith Sweet Emotion This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.